Action Park Media. People that, you know, are new to watching us, all four of us together, why don't you guys introduce yourself, give us a little background, and then we'll get into Joey. Sure, a little bit of background. Um, basically, I ended up in federal court facing 200 plus years. Uh, and ultimately that was, listen, made a lot of bad choices in my youth and repeatedly found myself back and forth in and out of court. And it ultimately ended up with me getting 213 years, mandatory minimum sentence, uh, sent off to the feds and listened like that whole experience, obviously, you know, changed my whole life. A lot of ups and downs in that we can get into yeah, kind of of how I ended up there. But ultimately, it's this woman right here who is largely responsible for me becoming the person that I am today. But ultimately, she became my chief advocate, believed in me when, listen, there was no hope. There was no yeah. chance of me ever getting out. And she was determined to find a way. And she hung in there. And ultimately, you know, after 20 plus years, I got my second chance and you know she was there at the door to literally pick me up that's amazing god bless you god yeah, bless you amazing amazing woman and we live an amazing life and you know um love life out here in vegas and any opportunity that we get to promote other incredible stories people who've, who've been through those same challenges come out the other side right. and have had success we don't hear enough about those stories. That's yeah. the truth. No, I, listen, I said on a couple episodes ago, they don't hurt us. I mean, yeah, we, I don't want to go to jail. We didn't volunteer to go, but they hurt the families. Look, yeah. they hurt her, kids, mothers. That's of course. They hurt. 213 years. 13, I mean, your, and you your do hair eight, stands up on your arms. And you got to do 85% of that. Yeah. It's... You got to live, you got to be where, what do you call it? A couple lives. Yeah, you do. Need you got to be a red oak tree to live the, the, the 400 years. That's what. It's, that's <laughs> insane. How did you feel going through this experience? Because clearly you you knew what you were getting yourself into, correct? Right, yeah. So mm -hmm. when, when this all happened, how did you feel about it? It was hard. I mean, I was able to, like you just said, I walked into this eyes wide open. I knew what his sentence was. I mean, I was younger at the time and I kind of tried to deny it. Like, oh, we'll find a way. Yeah. You know, it's unfair, blah, blah, blah. But the longer I was involved in it, the harder it was. Okay. Because the clock the clock kept ticking. My biological clock kept ticking. But it, one day at a time. Yeah. God bless you. I mean, that's a, you don't find that. I mean, well, you, you have to be one out of a, a trillion yeah. to stick with somebody. And now... To do that and see where you guys are at today, it's it's incredible. Beautiful. No, it's a great story. Yeah. And I actually, it was really hard for me. I mean, I knew nobody who was involved in prison life. Yeah. I was very, like, sheltered, yeah. off-the-boat Italian family. I knew nobody in prison. So when this started, and, like, I didn't volunteer for this. I was yeah. like, looking for a guy in jail. I had a friend whose boyfriend wound up locked up with Adam. She's like, do you want to talk to him? And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Not only is he in jail, he's a lifer, yeah. right? But then... I was introduced to his story. He had a website that somebody had built for him. So I was looking at it after I was like, hell no, I'm not talking to this guy. I have no reason to. Yeah. Um, I woke up the next morning. I saw the website and I'm like, he's really well written. He's a really nice guy. Like, obviously he needs a friend. So I'll try, you know, I'll talk so to him. So start out as a friend. Started out as a <laughs> yeah. friend. Pen pal. But yeah. as a pen pal, yeah. you, we all know how that always yeah. works out every yeah, time. But I, as I'm going through this and time's progressing, and I tried to tell people in the beginning, because you know, you're excited in a relationship. Of course. But people are like, what's wrong with you? And yeah. sometimes I'd be like, what's wrong with me? Yeah, like, they think I, like, you're nuts. What was your family saying? My family was not interested. They didn't want to yeah. talk about it. I got in one fight with my mom about it. And then, and she was sick at the time. She had cancer. So I'm like, I'm mm -hmm. not going to 
cause more stress to her. Right. So we just decided not to talk about it. When I would go to visit him, we'd go to work, you know, that type of thing. But while I was doing this, I knew nobody. People were judging me, saying the nastiest things to my face. People I don't even know. No, yeah, they're sick. These people. It's, yeah. So I started a nonprofit to help other women in my position because when I was looking for somebody, everybody out there was, you know, Bonnie and Clyde. It was very like street life and yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't live that life. Mm -hmm. And I figured there have to be other people out there like me who want a second chance, that's it. Want to close the door on this and move forward. So that's what I did. I built it. I met so many people who that's actually amazing. were supportive. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah, thank you. Well, I mean, we for, don't, uh, we'll donate to the, to the- Thank you so much. The, yeah, we, the, Joey does a lot of charity work. I mean, yeah, just definitely. over the holiday, what do we get up to 110,000 yeah. we gave wow. away to charity? Wow. Two weeks. Amazing. Two weeks. I mean, he has people support him from all over the world. It's it's, a, it's incredible. It really is. We just gave our last check to prison reform yeah. to families whose kids are home for the holidays, don't have nobody to buy them gifts. Yeah. They yeah. have a parent in jail. Yeah. yeah. We gave him 5000 Yeah. So it's pretty cool. And listen, it's a good experience, but... Like Joey always says, I mean, it doesn't just affect you guys who were in jail. It affects Look, the families. Yeah. I mean, Look, I mean, yeah, wives, kids. I mean, you know, two daughters at home, and you know, to go through that kind of stuff. I mean, it's traumatic. And with these long sentences too, yeah. you watch the kids grow up. There was this woman I remember vividly. Her, she would have to hand her baby to people when she was going through the metal detector yeah. to be cleared to go in. And when her husband got out, I think the baby was 10 at that point. And you just watch these kids grow up in a visiting room. I went, I went away. My daughter was one and two. Yeah. Yeah. One, they were 15 yeah. and 14. Wow. And how were like you able to... Drive. Yeah. <laughs> were you yeah. able to maintain a relationship yeah. while you were yeah, in touch? Yeah, they used to come with, you know... Believe it or not, I, did, I hated visits. Like, yeah. I mean, they used to get on my, like, in the summertime. I don't want them sitting in a visiting room. Yeah. yeah. I used to, you know, go to the shore, go, you know. But they've come, like, for, for, I was far. I was never close. Yeah, he was always far away. I was in Texas, uh, Kentucky, Indiana. So I used to make them come four times a year. You yeah. know, with holidays, once in the summer. I don't I want them to go on a beach. I don't want them sitting in a fucking visiting room. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it, like, it's just an experience. Like, I never dealt with it. I never been to prison. So to hear the stories, you when might, Joey... You might be going soon. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when Joey tells the stories, I'm literally sitting there, like, in shock. Like, before we got on camera, you guys were, you know, talking. And yep. it's just the things that you hear, is, well, it's just amazing. It well, really is. But, I mean, she'll know. Yeah. So you live it. You got to live it. You have to yeah. live it. You, like, yeah. everybody believes they read in the paper yeah. with what the government says. Mm -hmm. or they believe it. Yeah. Until you live it. Well, listen, there are some things that I think back about that I can't believe they actually happened. Yeah. Like half the time, I don't even want to talk about them. There are so many things that I don't share yeah. because they sound crazy to me, even though I lived through it. Yes. Right. Yeah. Don't think you're nuts. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so let, let's get into how you and Joey's relationship came about. I think we should start there and give everybody a background. When's the last time you two guys seen each other? In 2000, right? 2000 in court yep. in an FDC. Yep. Yeah, I was. Wow. We were fighting trial, and he came in with his co-defense. They were fighting trial. And listen, just just to be clear to everybody out there, there's only a handful of individuals go each year that go to trial, right? So you get to know who else is okay, going yeah. to trial, right? We used to go to court. Listen, we went to court for months. <laughs> there was 400 guys a day going down. What Every are you going day. down for? I don't know. They woke me up. It's a mistake. Ain't no mistake. They're all going down and testify. Yeah. Wow. wow. All That's of it. them. All of them. So you know that you're sitting in your bunk or your cell and you. you... Or in a bullpen. They used to keep us separate. Okay. Yeah. And they, and they keep all the rats in one thing. That, they just... they have the big cells. Yeah, the big cells. All the rats take up the big the cells. Cell. And then the guys. That's just amazing. Those who are going to trial or, or, you know, have other court proceedings are all crammed in these small cells. 
Did you guys? Sorry, did you guys know each other before that, like, or know of each other from the street? No, no, of each other. Of each other. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. So now, when you're going through your thing, when you get in trouble, take Mm -hmm. us back to then when you're going through court. How does that all transpire? You know, you get arrested, things like that. Well, let me give you a little bit of the background. Sure. Because, you know, I had had interaction with the FBI from the time I was 16. Juvenile. Juvenile. And I created some animosity, but I was a kid, right? Like, I was a kid. These are grown men. They're agents. Like, it shouldn't have been personal, but they took it personal. They came to my high school, uh, you know, when I was 16 years old, and and I had the priest who was the principal, the head of the school, come out and say, you know, what are you doing here? They're like, well, can we look at some yearbooks? We just, you know, we're, we want to talk to one of your students. And he's like, do you have a warrant? A warrant? And they're like, no. He's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> God bless that priest. The priest back then. Who was then, that? Father, priest, Father Ralph. Father Ralph. God bless you. Father Ralph. said, get out. <laughs> yeah. And me, you know, I'm emboldened <laughs> as a kid. I'm like, yeah, okay. Right. Meanwhile, you know, a couple months later, they're like, you got to go too. Like, we can't have the feds here. Of course. So I'm out of there. And basically from that point, like, things went downhill for me. I end up in state prison, you know, caught up in a burglary, robbery, a bunch of other things. I go away for a few years, and all of those guys that I thought I could depend on were not there. But when I got out, I tried to reconnect, and I was basically off and running. Yeah, there was no stopping after that. No, at that point, it was like, it just... I was all in and I went back across that bridge, you know, cause I'm in South Jersey and I'm supposed to be on parole. I'm mm-hmm. checking in in Camden County. And I remember that first time going across the bridge. I'm like, they're watching me. Like they're going to pull me over. Yeah. I'm going to get violated. And when I didn't, it was on. Yeah. It was fair game after it, that. It was on. And you know, a lot of the guys that I grew up with, I went to school with many of them were, you know, in the streets, Delaware Ave, old city, you know, and the drugs back then <laughs> in the late 90s were flowing. And they were right. like, what do you want to do? Yeah, they were calling your name. I'm <laughs> yeah. off and running. Right. And, you know, I had a PO who was on me hard. Like, none of it was easy. And they were constantly sweating me. And somehow I managed to avoid, you know, for a couple years. You know, and a lot of guys say, hey, I, I had a good run. I made it for a couple years. And from all outward appearances, like it looked like I was living the life, right? You yeah, know, I'm, yeah. you know, VIP everywhere, front of front of the front of the line, and and for all of those who were like in my peer group, my age, they're like, damn, like this is a great life you're leading. Yeah. But right. it wasn't, man. 